With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Truth. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence by the military-industrial complex. Are the Bible's prophecies today's reality? This could be the sign that signals the return of Christ. World leaders are working behind the curtain. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. Secret societies, secret oaths, secret proceedings. Now, get ready for an hour of truth that will make you think. We'll examine Bible prophecy and see how close we are to the return of Jesus Christ for His church. You're in the zone. Politics, Israel, the Middle East, the revised European superstate, and more. All in the zone. This is the Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Welcome, everybody, to today's show. My name is Christine Wyke. I am filling in for Phil today, and I appreciate the opportunity that he has given me to sit in for him and to talk with you on the book of Revelation. Uh, we are kind of moving through Revelation here in a in a slow way. Uh, we are up to chapter 12, and it is describing a woman and a dragon. I have found very few commentaries that talk about this chapter in Revelations. And the ones that I did find, I feel, do not explain the metaphors in the simple way that I think them to mean. If the prophecies in the Old Testament were exact and to the point, why can't these prophecies in Revelation, and especially Revelation chapter chapter 12, be as simplified and exact as well? We'll start with Revelation 12 at the first verse. The great and wondrous sign appeared in heaven, and a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. Now, all the women mentioned in Revelation are meant to be a religious movement of sorts. Um, Kind of break this down a little bit. First of all, we know that the bride of Christ is the church. She stands for the true believers the ones who have accepted Christ as their personal Savior. Um, This is a movement of all faiths, and I mean faiths as in the means of Baptist, Pentecostal, Catholic, um, all faiths who have a common belief that Jesus Christ died for their sins and they have a relationship with Christ covered by the blood on the cross. 
Then we have the woman who rides on the beast. Now, this is actually something that we'll be looking at later. I will show that this woman here is the opposite of the virgin bride. She is the great prostitute. And obviously, a prostitute is somebody who commits adultery, and that is the worship of other idols or the worship of other things other than God. So that great prostitute or the woman there represents the religion or the movement of people who worship the Antichrist or the religion of the worshiping of another God other than Jesus Christ. But here in Revelation 12, we have another woman represented. So represented. So we can then understand that this is also a movement or a large group of people who have a similar understanding and a common underlying belief. A clue as to what this group is can be found in Genesis. It is the only other place in the Bible where all three, the sun, moon, and 12 stars, are mentioned in relation to a group of people. Of course, sun, moon, and stars are mentioned throughout the Psalms as actual heavenly bodies that we see and we can uh, look at through telescopes. But this is an only other place in Genesis, other than Revelation, where these three heavenly bodies are related to people and people only. We find this in the book of Genesis as the dream of Joseph, uh, where he has become the 12th star. I'll read you that verse in Genesis. It's actually Genesis 37, verses 9 and 10. And this is uh, in relation to Joseph and his dreaming that sent his brothers into a frenzy that ultimately put him into um, Egypt. Then he, who was Joseph, had another dream, and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream, and this time the sun and moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. And when he told his father as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come down and bow to the ground before you? This is the link here to the woman in Revelation. The people listed here in Genesis are the parents and the leaders of the tribes of Israel. When the father is saying, what is this dream you had? Will your mother and I, that would be probably the sun and the moon, and your brothers, that's the 11 stars. The 12th star is Joseph. So then we can interpret this in light of the subject line here in Genesis. We can take this as a clue to who the woman is in Revelation. And I believe that this is of Jewish descent or the nation of Israel. So not only is the movement made up of Jews, true Jews, but it is also in the land of Israel. And that's where the sun and the moon, being the parents of the tribes of Israel, that would generate that thinking. So now let's keep in mind, this woman is a part of the nation of Israel who is comprised of Jews. Now, Revelation 12, verse 2, she is pregnant, and she cries out in pain as she's about to give birth. What this means is the group finds itself in a difficult situation. It is possible that the persecution of the believers has already begun at this point when the woman is introduced into our 
uh, you would say, our future as we look as the events unfold through the tribulation period. Thus, the pain that the woman is in would be the persecution of believers. This group would consist of Jews who have found their faith in Jesus Christ. So, these would be called your Messianic Jews. And it's also the possibility why this group of people is singled out for persecution in Israel. The statement made about that she is ready to give birth indicates that a leader is coming from her. This does not mean actually a birth, uh, a a physical labor, uh, a physical birth. What this means is a an arrival or somebody on the scene that comes to power, um, somebody that arises to the point of leadership. So if this is a new leader that is coming out of this group, um, this someone or this person does not arrive onto the scene until the persecution becomes intense. Thus the whole idea of the pain of the labor So not only does this leader come out of the group as a result of the persecution, but the persecution is also something that is a part of the pain. You can kind of see the the two combined here. The leader emerges as part of the pain, and the pain is a reason why the leader is emerging. A few commentaries, and in fact most of the most of the explanations that I see of who this person is will state that this is Jesus Christ. Now, I have a problem with this. I do not see how this would be possible. First of all, the events that follow the birth of this leader in Revelation do not at all relate to when Jesus Christ was born. I believe that the event in Revelation is a completely different event from the birth of of Jesus Christ from the woman or the Virgin Mary. Another thing I have a problem with this, putting this into a history already accomplished type of idea, is that when John was given the vision in Revelation of this woman and the dragon, Jesus Christ had already been born and had ascended. So if Christ says in the beginning of Revelation, John, write these things down for they are to happen in the future, this would not now make sense that the woman here given birth is signifying the Virgin Mary given birth to Jesus. Revelation 12, 3 and 4. Then I saw another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his head. His tail swept a third of the stars of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that he may devour her child the moment it was born. And then here again, those commentaries tend to focus here on the birth of Christ. Now this is where the chapter in Revelation actually gets ahead of itself. We don't get the explanation of the seven heads and the seven crowns and so on and the red dragon until actually Revelation 17. We don't even know how or why the dragon gets in front of the woman until later in this chapter. This is a perfect example again of study in Revelation, how it can zigzag back and forth. Now the red dragon 
we can assume is Satan himself. This falling to the earth from heaven was mentioned previously in Revelation chapter 9 with the fifth trumpet. His tail sweeping the stars will indicate that other angels who warred with him in heaven are also thrown down to the earth. A third of them show an incredible number of demons or fallen angels. Now, a third of the stars, you have got to imagine the number of that. Now the dragon is standing before the woman. Satan is aware of the rise of a great leader coming from amongst this group. Maybe this leader is elected to lead, or he just arises on his own under his own uh, premonitions. But whoever he is, Satan cannot allow this group to move forward in its message or gain any more followers. So the thing he needs to do is take out the leader. And that's his plan. And as a result, he would hope that the group would collapse or dissolve. Now, in Revelation 12, verse 5, she gives birth to a son, a male child, who was to rule all the nations with an iron scepter. Her child was snatched up to God and his throne. And that's where, again, commentators would like to say this is the ascension of Christ. But this is where I see interpretation now gets tricky. It is obvious that the man here is, is the leader. It's a, it's a, it is a man that is the leader. And this is where many relate this to being Jesus. And I admit, I will have struggled with this one. There are many who do stand before the throne of God. And Jesus is one of them. At the same time, Jesus was also known to rule the nations with a rod of iron. But so are believers who have overcome temptation and do God's will to the end. Go back to the church of Thyatira and Revelation 2, verse 26. There it states, the he who overcomes will rule the nations with a rod of iron. So this part of the verse shows me that it cannot be Jesus. First of all, the word Jesus Christ being snatched up to heaven. Jesus was not taken to heaven after being born, nor was he snatched or caught up. He ascended, and he ascended 33 years later not right after he was born. What I think this is to mean is God takes this leader from the from this group secretly, kind of like this person's own rapture. And then when the leader disappears, the group needs to run to safety. Now, when Jesus ascended into heaven, the disciples did not run to a place of safety, nor did they get sent to a safe place where the woman does. The disciples spoke boldly and publicly, proclaiming the resurrection and ascension, and they were persecuted for it publicly. They were not sent to a place where they were treated like they were being rescued. So again, the scenario here does not play out as something that had already occurred at the time of Christ. Revelation 12, verse 6. The woman flees into the desert to a place prepared for her by God, where she may be taken care of for 1,260 days. Again, the woman here, the Virgin Mary, if you want to take that interpretation, she never fled into the desert to be taken care of God for exactly 1,260 days. Now look at the relationship of the timing here. The 1,260 days could be the latter half of the tribulation period. 
exactly when the Antichrist begins his reign in the halfway point when he takes over the temple and he reigns from the temple proclaiming to be God for that last three and a half years, which is 1260 days. So now we have the group, this large mass of people who are Messianic Jews, and they have no leader. Satan is trying to destroy them, and the amount of days needed for the protection reveals that the Antichrist is the one that's after them. However, God prepares a place for this group of people. What could be the place prepared for her is a known tourist attraction. And it would be an awesome thing if you are able to Google this, because it's really quite an interesting place. Petra, the rock city, it's located in Jordan. It is just outside the land of Israel, extremely easily able to have a mass group of people walk to or to uh, go ahead and travel to. It has been listed as one of the seven wonders of the world. Uh, If you ever watch the Indiana Jones movies, uh, the episode of the Indiana, or the movie, the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, that that was filmed in the area of Petra, the Rock City. So if you ever catch that movie, this is the setting where I believe these people are sent to. Kind of describe this city. First of all, it's an ancient city built many, many thousands of years ago. And it was built in the sandstones of mountains. It was only discovered just lately. I'm saying like, oh, I'm going to guess within the last 50 years this place has been discovered. It was built inside the sandstone mountains, and it has stood the test of time despite the earthquakes and wars. It can hold thousands of people safely. The civilization that built the city had made a system of cisterns, dams, and water uh, aqueducts to channel flash floods that would come through the mountains. And this way, the city was provided its drinking water. Now, does this play an important feature later? You bet it does. Revelation, let's see here, if I can get into this. Revelation 12, 7 through 9. Now, there was a war in heaven. Now, this is how the dragon gets thrown upon the earth. And I think next week I'd like to touch on that subject as to how in the world can there be a war in heaven? I thought that was paradise. Let's skip on to Revelation 12, verse 13. When the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, and that was in the verses before, He pursues the woman who had given birth to the male child. So the devil now, or the dragon, you would say could be the Antichrist, pursues the group of Messianic Jews who had come from them a leader. He pursues the woman who had given the birth and was given the two wings of a great eagle. This is where I'm going to stop for now because next week we're going to continue as to what this means to be on the wings of a great eagle. I appreciate your time with me. My name, again, is Christine White, and I appreciate your comments. If you could give me a a visit on my website, it's www.explainthis.us. 
I have a toll-free number at one 653 9752 and I would love to hear your comments, and uh, we will continue this series when we start on this again next week. And as we continue with the woman and the dragon, and then explain as to how could the devil have access to heaven, and how could there be an actual war in heaven. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.